Are you ready to turbocharge your financial IQ? Hey friends, my name is Murray Miller and I want to welcome you and your family to the Family Business Podcast where every episode is designed to keep you focused and on track to live a life free of financial stress, worry and fear. Would you like to know the exact powerful money strategies that not only our immediate family has implemented, but also our extended family of thousands and thousands of people around the world? Well, then let's get on with it and let's begin building a financial wall around your family. All right. Welcome back, everybody. I am so excited to be wrapping up our wealth creation series today with part four of the Wealth Creation Series. And as I mentioned on our last podcast, I was going to talk today a little bit about what to look for in a financial coach or an advisor or a mentor uh, to get you across the finish line, to get you to where you want to go. And that lets me, you know, go back to the four decades that I've been involved in the financial services industry and, and just kind of see what has taken place over the time that I've been involved and my perspective on you know exactly what it is that a person needs to look for when they're trying to create financial freedom for themselves and build with that financial wall around themselves and their family that I talk about all the time. So the financial services industry is literally loaded with financial professionals. Many of them are touting letters behind their names, on their business cards, and pursuing their latest and greatest license and certification and designation. And as I mentioned, you know, being in the financial services industry for as long as I have been, I have seen um, these advisors sometimes get a little bit over obsessed (laughs) with getting these certifications. And I've actually even seen clients make multi-million dollar decisions based on those little letters that comes after someone's name. Um, So let me just say right now and insert that I am a big believer in education. I believe, you know, you guys know if you're listening to this podcast that I'm an avid reader. I'm constantly taking uh, courses. I'm going through trainings. I am constantly educating myself. However, the education that a person has and those letters after their name does not guarantee the success of their clients to become financially free or whatever it is that they're seeking. So I wonder, does it really matter that they have those letters? I mean, I've trained over 100 advisors in specialty areas uh, for financial planning for families, people that have these designations, and many of them had no clue how to do a college plan or had no clue how to do a retirement rescue after college. Um, And these people were highly educated people. So I think experience has a lot to do with it. And it's um, my goal today is to show you why, aside from the legal and regulated um, portion of this, which I'll talk about in a second, why these designations don't necessarily matter and probably don't have much correlation in terms of the success of you as a client with that advisor. So let's jump right in. Let's talk about, you know, the difference between someone that studies and passes a test and gets a certification and the difference between that person and the person who actually has real life experience that has had the success and has built that their financial um, wall around themselves prior to you becoming a client for them. Um, I will also tell you that the vast majority of the thousands and thousands of financial uh, professionals that are out there are not wealthy. 
The vast majority of them are middle class. Some of them may be upper middle class, but they're working towards their own financial freedom. They're not necessarily there yet. So I think that that's another important avenue. I mean, if you want to go to learn something, if I'm going to go learn how to golf, I'm going to go to a golf professional, somebody that knows exactly how to golf, that's been doing it for years and has been successful with it. That's just one example. I think it works the same way in the financial services business. So if your advisor um, wants to talk about life insurance with you, then he or she must have the proper state and federal licenses for life insurance to talk about that. And I think that's a good thing. It's regulated. If your advisor wants to talk to you about the retail market of financial products, he or she must have those state and federal licenses. So what the licenses do primarily is it puts you in a position that that financial professional is under the jurisdiction of the state and federal law where they're talking to you about that product. And I think that's a good thing. It ensures that your advisor knows the state and federal laws locally to where you live and where you're purchasing that product or, or service from. And it regulates that product or service. It tells the vendors, the financial institutions and the clients that an individual has passed the requirement to sell those products and services in that given area. So these licenses matter. It's the equivalent, I guess, to having you know a driver's license. You wouldn't probably want to take a ride from someone, whether it was uh, you know a friend or an Uber or whatever, if they hadn't taken the time to go out and get their driver's license. Um, obviously, you would want someone that has the experience as as more importantly than just having the license, but the license is a prerequisite in order for a person to drive that car, right? It's the same thing with financial services. So there are some additional licenses and certifications that I don't believe need to be obtained to, to be a successful coach and mentor to someone to get them across the finish line. And I know there are an extremely large amount of these designations that, like I said, they're not required, but people do put a high priority on them. These licenses are things like Certified Financial Planner, which is the CFP, or Chartered Life Underwriter, which is the CLU, two of the most popular ones. Then there's the Chartered Financial Consultant with the CHFC, and the, they even have one called a Chartered Mutual Fund Counselor, CMFC. At this point, I think people that are focused so much on those designations within my industry, I think many of them know that obtaining these is sort of like getting that gold star in school on your name, uh, you know, next to your name. It's, it's the same thing on your business card. And I think that because an advisor has gone through that, they've studied curriculum, they've passed a test, it's common for that advisor to use that as a differentiator. This is why I'm different. This is why I'm better. And I don't necessarily believe in that. I believe that he or she did some extra memorization. And actually, I did these things early on in my career. I thought that was the way to go. I thought I'd had to go out and get a college education. And I had to go out and get these licenses and designations in order for clients to want to work with me. And I think the reason that I thought that so much at the time is because I hadn't personally made it financially. So I needed sort of, I hate to say it like this, but I needed sort of a smoke shield to say, you know, don't look at what I've done, look at what I could do for you because I haven't quite done it yet. So I think a client who works with a, uh, you know, a CFP versus someone who's not a CFP is really guaranteed absolutely no difference. I think the product or service that they end up buying is going to be the exact same product or service, whether they buy it from a CFP or a non-CFP. And I think that you have to keep that in mind. 
again, you know, caveat, I'm a big believer in education, so I'm not saying these are bad things. I just don't think that's the reason why people should be choosing a financial coach to get them across the finish line. Um, So that being said, I think that um, it's important for you to understand that the higher a person is on the totem pole as far as education and financial services doesn't make that person someone that is more sought after. As a matter of fact, um, you know, way back in the day when the Carnegies, the Mellons, the Rockefellers, and all of the people that became, you know, the billionaires of this country, first billionaires of this country, they didn't even have those designations back then with those people that they worked with. So we kind of made them up as we as we went. I think um, we, we made things more complicated than they have to be. Yes, there are more financial products and services now than there were before. So there's more education, more things you have to learn. But what is it that you're looking for? I mean, how sophisticated of a plan are you looking for at this point in your life? Where are you on the financial totem pole on your um, plight to get to financial freedom? So keep all these things in mind. I believe, you know, for me, competence is measured by results. So if you're working with a CFP that has access to the same products as a non-CFP, as I said, meaning the same type of results will be produced either way, I believe you you work with the person that has had the experience and the success because you're buying the same product either way and getting the same result. So based on that, I believe the real knowledge is contained not in the designations, but in the results. So now that we've kind of established how I feel about that, let's go into the next topic, which I think is real important. And that is coaching and accountability. I coach my clients with their plan and I use um, what I call real coaching because I'm focused around the numbers. I mean, the same goes for accountability. I typically don't pester my clients once we've gone through the numbers. Um, If someone decides they don't want to do a plan, I might ask that person why they decided not to just so I can learn from it. But I'm certainly not going to hard sell them into trying to do something that for whatever reason they've decided not to do. I want to work with clients that are actually wanting to do the things that I'm explaining that I've done myself in the past that have produced the results that I have for myself. So I don't uh, punish or guilt trip anyone you know, that doesn't want to do a plan that I put together for them. There is nothing that I can tell someone that is any worse than what's already going on in their own head, what they're telling themselves. So there's no punishment. I can give uh, you know them the greater service by just delivering them the numbers and letting them become their own coach in the area where they want to go. Now, I know that people in the past have had, um, you know, their own experiences and they've listened to either their parents or their teachers or some other mentors that they've had or someone that they feel is is someone that they, they had a, a lot of authority for them. And those are, those are things that I can't change. Um, all I can do is educate and you know explain the experiences that i've had so i think that i provide my clients with the training on how to make more money how to grow their mindset around money how to save money how to invest and how to create wealth every day there is an expectation for how much training should be done and i think professionals that train build wealth 
So if I can train someone on here are the techniques that we're going to use to get you across the finish line, I think it's going to be much, much easier for you to get there knowing what the game plan is. I don't think that people that are new in the industry train. They just sell a product or a service. And I don't think that builds wealth, selling products and services. I think training people on exactly what they're doing and how they're doing it is the key to this. And I think... Honestly, all of this would be a miss without community. I think wealth is built primarily through people. Um, none of my clients that I work with, um, you know, are kept secret. I tell everyone, join our community, join our Facebook group, join our team, be part of it. I like, I love when our clients work together, form partnerships, you know, pass back and forth referrals and we find other clients that way and we do deals together and support each other. I think you need a community of winners to make that happen. And I think the wealthy um, are not do-it-yourselfers. I mean, most of them have teams. They understand the value of time and the value of leverage. I think that people that are financially free, they know they need to hire out the bottom 80% of their activities and focus on the top 20%, which is really where you know the rubber meets the road. That's really where things are, the magic happens. And I provide this opportunity to all of my clients with the exact financial tools and resources that I've used and that uh, the other people that have been successful that I've worked with have used. And they produce massive results and they have, you know, they, I guess you got to treat it like it's, it's just oxygen to you. You, you. you give this freely and that's why I don't charge for my training. As a matter of fact, I am building a Financial Freedom Masterclass right now. And I'm going to offer it to free for, uh, to, to everyone for free, to all my listeners, to my team, to my friends, to my family. I'm going to put this together and I'm going to I'm going to just put it out there. I'm going to put a masterclass together, something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And, you know, I've been talking about it on this podcast for, you know, the better part of nine or 10 months now. I'm going to continue to do that. But my goal is to have a, a you know, a regimented training system that people can plug into. And hey, if you want to use me to help you get there once you've once you've learned and you've been trained, fantastic. If we're a good fit, we'll work together. I think um, if you're listening to this and you're wondering how to get from where you are today to becoming financially free, this is the, this is the steps that you're going to want to take in order to make that happen. So, you know, um, I have studied uh, in depth uh, the top key traits of the top 1% of the wealthy that are out there. And there are certain places they've invested their money um, and there are certain things they've done and they've avoided, I guess you could say, with their money. Um, and also there are just strategies that they've used to come into saving and, um, you know, doing their best to modify their tax bill and increasing their income and utilize debt properly. I mean, this is information you're not getting from Wall Street. You're not getting this from your banks. You certainly aren't getting it from your friends and family that haven't achieved financial freedom yet. And I will guarantee you, you're not going to get this from a newbie financial advisor or a middle-class financial advisor who's been in the industry for years but still has not uh, you know, been able to get themselves over the finish line. 
This is information that is only going to come from people that have been experienced. You know, they, they call them the top 1% because there's only 1% out of 99% of the population that have made it there. And if you can follow the techniques and strategies used by the ultra wealthy, the ultra, you know, um, people that have these strategies that have used them successfully, then I think you can join that same club, you know, that these other people are part of. One of the first things that I try to do for my clients is provide them with the right planning and goal setting so that we're, you know, being realistic with what it is that they want to do. And at the same time, we're changing some habits that have just kind of blocked them from getting over the finish line. I mean, after you learn the right information, you will inevitably set better goals. And each goal that I try to set with my client comes with a plan to achieve it. Each plan has targets. Each target is specific and measurable and action-based and relevant to their financial situation. So as I've talked about in this wealth creation series, my goal is to help people earn more income, create a side hustle that can increase their income 20, 30, 40%, then show them how to save that. Show them how to save 10 to 40% and invest for safe and truly passive income. I believe everyone needs to own their own potential. You were not created, in my mind, to spend 40 hours a week serving you know, a 40-year life sentence, trading your precious time for money. It's just mediocrity. And we need to break through that, that, that phase of your life that we've kind of just gotten put into. And the truth is, time and money must be exchanged. It just doesn't need to be you making that exchange. My goal is to help my clients create wealth, create financial freedom, and that exchanges of time and money needs to be done in a more efficient manner. So my goal, help you increase your income, let's say 30% using a side hustle, have a guaranteed savings rate that's going to grow your, your assets and continue to grow your savings over a period of time. And, you know, I'm excited to help you do that. I'm excited, you know, when I do these 15-minute calls with people that book calls on my website or send me a text message and say, yeah, I'd like to, you know, just just talk to you and see if this is something that I can do with you. I love doing those calls. So, you know, don't hesitate. If you want to text me and say, hey, uh, I'd love to catch up with you sometime and, and just have a casual conversation, I'm open to that. I love doing things like that, and I'll continue to do that. So that wraps up uh, today and the final series of Wealth Creation, Series 4, in this, um, you know, little mini course that I did on how to create wealth. And I hope you take it to heart and I hope you decide to move forward in your own plan and you're enjoying what we're doing here. So until next time, we'll see you on the other side. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Family Business Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how you can join our growing family and begin implementing the success principles to building a financial wall around your family, you can go to thefamilybusiness.info forward slash call and you can schedule a call with us because we have saved a spot at the table for you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your family and the people that you care about. And we would love it if you would take a second to give us a five-star review to help future family members just like you find us. I leave you with this. 
In life, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you believe, plan, and expect. Let's do this.